Welcome to the ENS Wolves podcast with your host Nathan Judah and Wolves correspondent Tim Spears. Well, hello everyone. I'm Nathan Judah, your host. Welcome to the ENS Wolves podcast. It is episode 43. We are back in the UK. Not a late night podcast tonight. No red wine to talk about. But not, this not yet. Not oh, yeah, not yet. That is the hour is young. But we have got the same guest, Mr. Timothy Spears at Tim underscore Spears underscore style. Welcome, Tim. Thank you and hello. <laughs> well, hello. And also, we've got a third person in the in the room today. We've got our producer after being in Austria and having Luke back in the office and hearing him clear as a bell. The podcast would not be the podcast if it wasn't for him helping us out week to week basis. Luke Hatfield with us today in the studio. Oh, cheers, mate. You make me blush. Um, a little Twitter address, a little Twitter plug for you, Luke. Uh, well, seeing as you always mess mine up. Oh yeah, well that's because you've got two. You've got two Twitter thingies exactly the same, Luke Hatfield. So how am I supposed to mess? Mess them up. No, it's L Hatfield underscore star. Also, we really need to bump Luke's followers up, I think. We do. How many have you got? About 300. Uh, <laughs> no, you haven't. Honest to God, have 300, you? yeah. 300. 300? You know what it is? I leave the wall tweets to you guys. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's we, true. We, we get 300 every day. Oh. New ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 200, 200 abuse. Yeah. That's it. You've probably blocked more people than I have followed. <laughs> it's probably true. Actually. That's probably actually, true. Actually, actually, that's a good question, that. First question from the fans. How many people have you blocked? I, I'm making this up. No one's actually asked that question today. But do you reckon, like, on a, on a scale of, like, you know, like maybe in the tens or hundreds, how many people have you blocked on Twitter? Uh, from the start, from the start, day one. It's in three figures. Is it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Three figures. Yeah, yeah. I'm, well, I'm, I'm very impatient. Very, I'm very impatient. But but with your new found philosophy of, of, of using this as just a release of abuse of the week, yes. have, you, have you felt that you've you've blocked less people over the last three or four months? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I've, st- I've started to mute a lot more these days. Oh, mute. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't. Um, I don't know. I don't really get. So mute. Basically, you don't. You don't see them, but you don't. Yes, them. because there's some people who who you'll also know. Yes, who like to tweet every day, sometimes yes. very aggressively. Yes, um, and sometimes you just well, for a start, there just isn't enough hours in the day to reply to everybody. C- correct. So, so those those ones that are a, a bit <laughs> unhinged, so we say, <laughs> who like to tweet every day, we'll, we'll discuss who they are at okay. the end of the podcast. <laughs> okay, after, okay. Uh, so I've just muted them because they're f- fairly harmless. Yeah, I just rather not hear from them. But there's a few unhinged ones who are quite funny as well. Simon says, "Yeah." Uh, well, I wasn't going to mention any names, but absolutely, hey, yam, yam. Uh, I'm going to meet him. Yeah, correct. Go on, go on. Yeah, because yeah, I haven't got this in the podcast. So, so, uh, so this um, this 24 hour penalty shootout for Carla Keemey. Team Keems. Um, before the Middlesbrough game, Simon says, "Yeah, is due to attend." Wow. And uh, confirmed. Confirmed. It's also confirmed he wants to meet me. Okay. I've confirmed I want to meet him. Is this going to be the it's real Yao? He changes his profile picture no, I've told daily. You this. I've told you that he does occasionally. He, he does put his proper picture up. No, I don't think I've seen his proper picture. Um, yeah, looks like a very nice, very nice guy. I was. Um, he did. He did message me once. I think it was actually at um, Rachel Hayhoe's funeral, and I was recording, and from one side of the road. And uh, there was a group of Wolves fans on the other side, and I got I got a tweet from him um, saying, "I'm waving at you across the road, Nathan." Wow! Wow! 
Yeah, I'll be honest, I didn't look up. I was slightly, slightly I bet, concerned. I bet done that to a few people, though, wasn't <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. So, so, yeah, I'm interested to meet him. Do we know what sort of time we're going to be attending the uh, the 24-hour penalty shootout? Uh, I think... 2 a.m. for you, straight out of the hog's head? At the, whenever the dog and dog closes, I'll be there. You will be there. Um, Penalties could be slightly askew. Yeah, yeah. I shall, I shall be there intermittently throughout the day and night. So I understand that. I understand the, the premise of it. So you take penalties, you save penalties. But is there any kind of like tally? Do you know exactly how it's going to work? No. We should get Steve Plant on here actually to talk about it. Maybe we should just week. get him on in general because he's a diamond geezer. Well, we should maybe maybe, um, maybe look at doing that. He's very busy man at the moment. I don't know. Very busy man. Spoke to him the other day. Yeah, great guy, Steve. Mm-hmm. Doing doing an awful lot for Carl and for Cure Leukemia, which is great. And this event is brilliant. Um, you know, they'll they'll announce, I'm sure, a host of well-known names who are going to be attending and taking part. Yeah. Um, is Carl Carl be will he be able to come on? I don't know. I don't no. know. Uh, so. Um, yeah, look really forward to it. And it's, it's at Molyneux, but obviously it's not on the pitch with the game twenty four hours away. No, I think it's no. A, it's in the Stan College car park. They said so. So they're doing penalties, and they're also doing the soccer AM top bin type thing. Top very bins. cool. Top bins. Top bins. You'll be having a go. Yeah, I shall be having a go. Yes, yes. I haven't taken maybe a against each other penalties. Yeah. I, well, I think we're not to, wouldn't it? Yeah. We, we um, organise a time. I think there'll be a few of us going on, isn't there? No idea. Five pounds. You're asking me questions. I, I don't Five pounds to enter, to. and you, you, you know. I think if you're in the area, even if you're not in the area, get yourself there. It's going to, it's going to be a great day. event. A few of the lads are doing it for the whole 24 hours as well. Are they? Uh, including Planty, I think he's going to be there the whole thing. Ryan Lester as well, well-known Wolves fan on Twitter. I think he's doing he's doing the full shift. So, uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pop down as much as I can throughout mm-hmm. the day and the night as well. We'll be doing lots of filming, speaking to as many of the famous faces and, and the fans as well as we can. Should be so really we'll, we'll, be, we'll, be in, we'll be in great spirits come three o'clock the next day, won't we, for, uh, for the uh, fresh as daisy. <laughs> okay, on today's podcast, let's have a look. So, um, once again, cross that out, Bance, that's done. Bance, Bance is done. Bance is done. <laughs> that, that's how my notes go here. Um, but yeah, would you really believe it? Would you really believe it is a week before the start of the season? Here's, here's our editor, Mr. Keith Harrison. Coming in now, and uh, oh, he's just he's, uh, he's just put on the table. I thought he said the banter had just finished. There's, there's there is no banter, boys. There's only facts. <laughs> uh, sorry, wow. sir, Mr. Mr. Keith wow. Harrison just come what in entrance. in the middle of the pod- podcast with uh, the league table from last season. Obviously, we know he's a he's a big Preston fan. Um, says breaking news at the top. We've got the start. We've got the top Newcastle United number one. We've got twenty uh, fourth Rotherham, and then we've got two teams highlighted: eleventh Preston and fifteenth Wolves. What do you think he's trying to say, Tim? I mean, if I'm going to quibble, it's not breaking news. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> just, just last season's league table. If, 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 if the editor says it's breaking news, it's breaking news to <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Mr. Harrison, who we had on last season, uh, many people will remember. Uh, Took his shirt off mid-podcast. Uh, yes, mid yes, he did. That was a first. Very good. Uh, likes to make the point that Preston's playing budget is considerably smaller than Wolves. Considerably. Uh, and yet they finished above Wolves in the table last season. So what have you got to say? More any more banter on the way this he's, season? Uh, he's closed... No, although, no banter, only facts, as he's just said. Well, he's closed the door now, so maybe... And another door's say, opened. Another door's <laughs> opened. Due, due to the force with which he opened his door, <laughs> another door has now opened. Would you um, say, would you expect uh, th- those uh, positions to to maybe reverse this season? Uh, well, as he said to me the other day, he'll be happy with fourth from bottom, such as their... Budget and expectations. Will Wolves be happy with fourth and bottom? Certainly not. They've lost uh, Simon Grayson mm-hmm. and I, manager Simon Grayson, a star player, Aidan McGeady. So, yeah, it'd be tough for them, but he's optimistic of 
them grinding out another good season in the Championship. I think he's got to be better with his highlighting skills. He's, he's actually even not even hit 46 for played there, has he? He's completely <laughs> missed it, to be honest. I think you, can, a, you can tell him. <laughs> no, 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 no ruler in that office, apparently. <laughs> I can say it now, he's not in the room. Okay, uh, so today, uh, like I say, just over a, a week before the start of the season, so we'll, we'll have a chat with how things are shape, shaping up. Um, we've got a new segment alert. Oh, no. It's a new segment. Oh, no. Yeah, it's good, it's good, it's good. No, it's not. It's, what, it is. Is it a regular or, or No, 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 it's just a one-off. Oh, they, they always get down well. Oh, they always go down so well. Um, it's called Hey Real Quick. Hey, <laughs> hey Real Quick. What? Hey what? Real Quick. <laughs> Even from my standards, mate, that is not what? a great name. Hey, real quick. Oh, it sounds awful. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> it sounds like the worst one you've ever done. Well, I can't say that. that, 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 that that's low. Don't, don't that's low. Like what it would mean. Okay, well, you know. Okay, all right, all right. People. I'm, all right, I'll try not to judge it just yet. Okay, thanks very much. There's another... <laughs> the, the, the name could do with a bit of work. <laughs> <laughs> there's, another, there's, another, there's, another, there's another new segment as well. Oh, my goodness. Grade the newbie. Grade the newbie. Right, okay. I okay. wonder what, what that could be about. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, another new segment as well. Oh, God, you're really spoiling us. Where's Tommy? Where's Tommy? Where's Tommy? Are you trying to ruin my massive in? That's, the, that's the only thing I've got here, man. Oh, goodness Come on. Okay, okay, okay. But, um, okay, well, let's start. Let, let's, let's get down to the nitty gritty. I'm going to go straight in with a hard-hitting question for you. Okay? Mm-hmm. What do you do with a problem like Jordan Graham? Yeah. What do you do? Because we were obviously at Peterborough on Tuesday night. For me, he was the standout player on the pitch. Obviously, we got left behind due to injuries slash disciplinary. Or, you know, we, you can talk about that later on for the tour in Austria. And with no Costa, no Cavalero, a week and a half before the start of the season, surely, 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 he's given himself a great chance to start against Middlesbrough. Well, he's staked his claim. I mean, he's been he's been the odd man out, hasn't he, so far? As far as Wolves' pre-season go, yeah, didn't didn't get to Austria. The official line was a slight injury, but you know, we know he's had plenty of issues with. Or running, shall we say, with with a, a succession of managers now, of which Nuno is just the latest. So I think it's it's always with Graham. It's about getting his head right and keeping his feet on the ground. I mean, if you remember, Kenny Jacket left him out of pre-season tour two years ago, and everyone was expecting him to be Sacco's replacement. Then he shipped him out on loan to Oxford. Paul Lambert had his had his issues with him as well. Um, so anyway. <laughs> ironically whenever he's played on the pitch for Wolves as a first team player he's, he's impressed he's very very rarely not impressed albeit from only what 15 matches or so so yeah he looked really good the other night I will add it was against a young Peterborough team in that second half when he had kind of full reign free reign to do what he wanted down that right flank but he did it very well and it was um, a wing back role as well wing back or, or B he didn't have too much defending to do no he didn't he was essentially a right winger which again is not a place we haven't seen him before he's normally on the left and he, yeah, he looked pacey, he looked to take his man on, great deliveries into the box, whip, whipped, whipped balls into the, <laughs> whipped balls into whipped, the box. Whipped. As we, uh, we were nearly, I should point out, we were nearly creasing during Did you that. watch that? Did you watch that, Luke? Uh, the no, video? No, no. Um, but he would have a family guy reference, he said whipped and I just, it just immediately <laughs> reminded me of Stewie. <laughs> cool. Whip. Whip. Uh, yeah, we nearly went, didn't we? We nearly, very Pulled it back though, I thought actually watching it back, you, you actually pulled it back pretty well. <laughs> we, wow. uh, we we very nearly went. We very nearly went. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's all about getting his head right, mm. getting his attitude right um, on the pitch. Oh, sorry, sorry, off off the pitch because he's on the pitch performances. In the top, in the top teams though, Tim, in the top teams in the Premier yes, League or in the Championship, I'm just saying that 
Nearly everyone has a problem player. Yeah, no. You know, look at your Costas and people <clears throat> like that, and your Sanchez's. I understand that that's the top of the elite of the elite of the elite. But what I'm saying is that they always find a way into the team because they're that good. And I honestly think that Jordan Graham is that good that he should not be outside the top, top you know, the starting level. That's even with Cavalero and Costa fit. I still have Graham in my side. Yeah, but what, you know, what, what has he done in his career so far? He's, he's played a handful of games. Well, he's uh, an assist king. And if, he, if, he's, if he's thinking he's, he's made it, Already, then, then he's only going to go one way, isn't he? There's a whole host of examples over the years of players who thought they're better than they are, and, and it's cost them. And certain managers we just won't take it. Certainly, disciplinarian types like Lambert was, like like Nuno is. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I like Graham a lot. His, his talent's ridiculous, but he's um, he's got to be part of a team, and he's got to do what the manager wants him to do. So, so you know, let's say Leicester, Leicester on Saturday, and, and then Middlesbrough the following week. Would you rather see now? Michael Zyro on the on, on the right hand side, no, or also, I mean, you, you make the point. Oh, he's he's so talented. He's got to play. It's, it's not as simple as that, is it? Because you know we don't know the full story behind the scenes, um, and also it's, it's not it's not just about how talented you're on the pitch. Like I said, you've got to play as a team. You've got to be disciplined. You've got to be professional, which is the main thing. But if he's going to get your wins and get you assists and create your goals, no, no, surely no, your no, objective no, is to go. No, up. no, no, but but hypothetically, you can't just do what he wants off the field. I'm not alluding to anything that he's done here, but obviously, well. We know there were issues with him last season when he got left out of the team. Um, so he's, he's, he's got to he's got to form part of that squad and be disciplined and professional. Do you think he's controllable? Or do, you, do, you, do you think you know he's, he's a bad apple? No, I think he is. I just I just think he needs to grow up a little bit. I mean, he's How got old is he now? He's only still only twenty one. Might have turned twenty two now, but he's still very young. Um, like I said, he's just got to get his head down and let his feet do the talking. Mm. Could be interesting. Thanks but he certainly stakes his claim. And yeah, with Costa injured, Marshall injured, Cavalera suspended, mm. he's. Um, He's only had 45 minutes of action. Certainly staking a claim for that Middlesbrough game. I mean, you'd say Jota will be the favourite to start. We've seen Ronan and Nina Bakari as well mm-hmm. used in those positions. So he's not guaranteed by any means. But if he um, if he plays against Leicester and impresses, then it's probably his spot. Tim. Nathan. Hey, real quick, Tim. Oh. Hey, real quick. Danny Bart, Connor Cody or Ryan Bennett? In, in terms of what? In terms of who would you prefer in a starting with? spot? Let's say Miranda and Bolly are going to start. Let's say, let's say potentially they're going to start. Third, the, the third the third of the back three. Danny Bart, Connor Cody or Ryan Bennett? Who, do you, who would you have in there? It's just got to be real quick, is it? Hence, um... Hence, hey, real quick. It's just a quicker size to quip. Why hey? Because it's a very Americanised. That's you, that's you all over, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Who, sorry? Who's it? Wow. <laughs> so you were too quick for me, ironically. Hey, real quick. Danny Bart, Connor Cody, Ryan Bennett. Uh, I'll take two of those, please. <laughs> yeah. Could be your, this could be your first and last podcast in the UK this season. I would predict, we'll see on Saturday, mm-hmm. I think I think the team that Uno picks on Saturday will be the team for Middlesbrough, mm-hmm. barring any you know, amazing injuries or, or terrible performances or injuries. Yeah. I would say Bolly, Cody and Bart will be his back three. I think I think Bolly Bo- Cody and Bart really. I, no, think, Miranda. I, think, I think Bolly and Cody are the two shoe-ins. and it's between Bart and Miranda for that. Other really, spot, very personally. interesting, right? Very interesting that. I, don't, I think I think Ben is fifth, fifth in line at the moment. I think a lot of people would be surprised to not see Miranda in that starting lineup, but that's that's well, it's sort of, but the, the key to that back three is the central role, which he really likes Cody in because yeah. he loves the way that he reads the game in particular. Mm. But also, yeah, his leadership, yeah, the fact he does nothing silly, keeps it simple. Mm. That's what you want from that role. Mm. Good talker. So um, I think he really likes Cody. But Bo- Bolly's Bolly's one of the first names on the team sheet. Um, 
And then to be honest, and I think Danny Barr are about, are about the same level. I think I think obviously Conor Cody, we've talked about, him, is a talker. He will literally you won't you won't shim up for ninety minutes. And I think looking at Mike Williamson last year as well, Danny Bart plays better with someone talking to him. And maybe maybe Cody, yeah. even though he's you know he's not Mike Williamson, he hasn't got that experience over Danny Bart. Yeah, and I say Danny is more of a safety first option for that first match, which you really don't want to lose if no. preferable. Whereas Miranda, he's, over the past couple of games, he's given the ball away a lot. He does like to kind of venture forward a bit as well, mm. which he'll have to um, he'll have to hone that and be careful with that. Mm. So as far as making mistakes goes, Danny's looked more solid the last few weeks. So I would, but if it was going to go either way, I predict to get the nod. I was going to say, and I forgot to mention this. So um, hopefully you're still with us and you haven't turned off by now. We have got a fantastic competition coming your way, a big announcement of a competition coming this season. You're going to join us with the podcast with 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 me and Tim and Luke, um, so stay tuned for that, and we shall disclose details later on in this podcast. First of all, a couple of injuries, um, and, and just see where they are at the moment. Mister Neves obviously got crunched, um, as you said. What is it? Championship manager tackle hard mode yes. against Shrewsbury Town, um, left in a boot. Uh, what's the latest on him? Fine, good. Yeah, yeah, going to be Leicester probably. Going to see him at Leicester. If, uh, if Tuesday night at Peterborough was a was a massive cup quarter final or a playoff game, he'd have played no problem. Just a bit of bruising, that's all. But they didn't want to risk him at Peterborough, so I should I should think he'll play against Leicester. Okay, and uh, Ben Marshall. Nope, don't Ben. Just nothing at all. Nope. So so what was this season? I would just I'd just point out, you know, we're kind of back to where we are a year ago in terms of um, information about injuries. If, if Wolves aren't going to put it out publicly then it's up, it's up to me to try and get some stuff you know, for, mm. off the record from people but it's, it's proven very difficult at the moment it's mm. not something they're really willing to be open about it was the same under Zenga wasn't the same under Lambert each manages to their own and uh, they're going to be a bit more private about injuries this season which will be a frustration to some Nuno obviously well documented that he hasn't spoken mm-hmm. at all since since he was unveiled really and since he had that open training session yeah He's got to start talking soon. He's obligated to um, in that champ- the first championship game of the season. Do you think that the the crowd are okay? The fans are okay with him not speaking because it's going okay. It's all um, new. I've noticed a few more uh, tetchy comments actually after the Peterborough game, ironically, which is the one they won. I don't. I don't think it's an issue. I think as soon as the season gets started, he'll well, he'll have to talk as you say before and after every game. If not, his assistant will be put up. So. Um, Hopefully it's something that we'll, that we'll all just forget about and move on. It's just, he just, you know, I mean, I've spoke to the guy quite a lot. I was saying you spent a bit of time with him. What, what, what are your impressions so far of Nuno? As, as far as the media goes, he just doesn't like doing interviews. He said he was the same as he's the same as a player. He never did them. Tried to avoid doing them really at Porto at all costs unless he, unless he had to. Mm. So it's not something that he's used to. But he speaks great English. I mean, it's not as though there's a problem communication-wise. I mean, you know, that's no, part, part, part of the job. It is, it is, well... It is part of the job, and like I said, he'll fulfil it when the season gets going. Uh-huh. It's not part of the job to talk during pre-season, mm-hmm. necessarily. Steve Bruce hasn't been talking uh, for Villa this pre-season, for mm. whatever reason. So, he's to their own. I think, like I've said before, I think it's disappointing. Um, he's a new manager, fans want to hear from him. There's a lot There's a lot to ask him about, not just about the games, but about um, this new formation, mm-hmm. this new philosophy. Mm-hmm. Players that have come in. Why have certain players gone? Uh, how many more players does he want to come in? There's there's an awful lot to talk about. Um, but he's just he's not up for it. Not up for it. Just just not him. He can't be someone he isn't, and he just doesn't just doesn't want to do it. I don't know if it's a dis- distrust of the media. 
Um, well, you've got to build that trust back up to him because I don't want to hear from him. Or uh, sick of the sound of his own voice, or, or what? I don't, I don't, I don't mm. really know the specific reasons, but he just doesn't like doing media interviews, okay. including with Wolves. I'll point out it's not just uh, expression style. Well, if they keep if they, if they pick up points and they're winning, then I don't think anyone would be that bothered to be. No, honest. exactly. No, exactly. It's 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 more of an issue for us than it is for other people. Mm. I think. Okay. Um, hey, real quick. Oh. Barry Douglas or oh. Ruben Vinegar. Zoltan. Mm. Just in general. Just in general, who's going to start? Who would you who would you start with? What you've seen so far? Uh, Doug, Douglas will start, I'm sure. Um, he's got more of an all round game. Looks pretty solid. Uh, but Vinegar, yeah, he's certainly got something about him mm. going forward. He's sharp. He's rapid. Yeah. Uh, he's got skills, as they say. I mean, it fills you more confidence than such as like like a obviously like a Cameron Borthwick Jackson last oh, yeah, season, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, albeit only from a couple of games against Shrewsbury mm-hmm. and Peterborough, but um, yeah, pacey, quick, looks to take players on as well. Direct. Douglas, like I said, more of an all-round game. Good defensively, but he's got good delivery on him. Mm-hmm. So I think I think for the start, and Douglas is fit as well. Uh, so I think we'll see him starting he, again. Looking look, similar to the other flank, is that Doherty and Douglas are the solid options mm-hmm. that are going to help you grind out results. Whereas Graham and Vinegar can maybe come on and if Graham's going to play there um, and provide some assist and some excitement later on, or in or in. More easier home games, maybe. Mm. Sure, against Yeovil, that'll be one for Vinegar to start in. Yeovil, eh? Yeovil. Uh, debut. Wolves' debut against Yeovil. You going to that one? Uh, potentially. Mm. Potentially. Yeah, absolutely. After a, after a positive result for, for all involved on Saturday, next Saturday. What, a two-all draw? Oh, that's okay. I'll take that. I'll take that. Um, Are all, all eyes are going to be on you. On me? Yeah. Why? Because you you split allegiances. Split. Yeah. Oh, Middlesbrough thing. Well, some people you'll say you're a Wolves fan, and to others you'll say you're a Middlesbrough fan. Yeah, I just got to keep everybody happy. <laughs> well, yeah, no, you'll see the re- you, 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 you'll see you'll see where my allegiance is in the press box. Once you're trying there. to play to all crowds. You know. Are you going to celebrate Borough score? Am I going to celebrate? When when did Borough score against Wolves and we've been together? Oh, Riverside. Yeah. Celebrated, didn't I? Yeah, but well, can I say it on air? You'd had a couple of drinks. <laughs> wow. It's an incredible <laughs> scene. You've done what do you mean I had a couple of drinks? You're killing me here. You've done your fancy uh, corporate lunch before the game, haven't you? Well, some of the staff invited me in for a drink, you know, from old time's sake. People don't know I used to work there for a while, so I had a few old old friends there who invited me and sent you a couple of nice pictures pre, pre-game. pre I'm surprised you got up to celebrate. You could barely stand. Wow. <laughs> wow. Absolutely incredible scene. Just embellishment of a... Look, I, I, no, I, I, speaks as a I had an orange like juice. I had orange juice. I had a little bit of lemonade in it. I think. <laughs> and champagne. Do you want? Do you want? Do you want? Do you want a nice room at Rockcliffe Hall this year? Yeah, you're going to sort me out. Well, I'm going to sort. Well, <laughs> just had ten days to get a room. I'm going to sort you out. Good Friday. Yeah, definitely separate rooms this time. <laughs> we didn't do it. Don't, don't pretend that we, we shared, a, shared a bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> shared a kitchen. That was enough for me. Yeah. Okay, um, we've been asking for some questions from our from our loyal listeners. Uh, Mr Hatfield, I, I believe you've got a few that we haven't touched upon yet. Yeah, loads of questions. Um, obviously, you know, put the feelers out on Twitter. Um, we've got some serious, some not so serious. We um, like that. That's yeah. what the podcast's for. Exactly, you know, we like to answer all kinds of questions. First one's a serious one. <laughs> sparkling water. <laughs> it's sparkling water. Uh, a pretty serious one here from Dan Southall. Uh, oh, we like Dan. Derby. Dan's a good lad. Yeah, we like Dan. He said, Danny boy. 
uh, of the strikers. Southy. <laughs> South of the river. Desperate Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so, of the strikers linked, and he's put them in little quotations. Like that. Uh, to Wolf so far. Uh, and he's given me some names. Uh, Aphobi, Abubakar, uh, Gray, Wells, Guedes, and Mariga. Ooh. Ooh. A lot of names there. Uh, who do you think is most suited to the 3-4-3 style with um, Nuno is playing? Say all those again. Sorry, mate. <laughs> so we've got Benikofobe, who you've already shot down a no. number of times. Uh, Abubakar. Mm. Yep. Uh, Andre Gray. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Naki Wells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we've got Guedes or Mariga. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Wolf's correspondent on, on, on the ball as always. <laughs> Uh, of of all those, the best suited will be Mr. Phoebe. But as as for a kind of a more of a realistic target, um, yeah, Naki Wells up for sale apparently. I saw that. Um, it's come out today. I, I don't know how much they'd want for him. Well, I was going to say, but, what do you um, think fee wise? Fees and whack. If it was anywhere between the kind of four and no, not four, say, more than four, anywhere between the kind of five, 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 or six. five and eight million mark, then um, that's a potential. Potential goer. Would they have to I shift mean, someone out before? They've, that, look, they've looked at him and asked about him before. I know that. So um, would no. Well, I mean they've got three for Bud Varson. Yeah. So I, I like I like him a lot. You know, from what I gather, the the key attribute to the striker that they're going to bring in um, is being able to link the play, preferably with kind of one touch football. Obviously scoring goals as well. Mm-hmm. But they see rightly this player as um, the fulcrum to everything that goes on in that in that in that front third of the pitch. They also want it to be a kind of a statement signing, not so much in terms of transfer fee, but someone that comes in and the rest of the squad, as well as the fan base, go, okay, sorted. They've got this one right. We have faith that this is the this is the man. Do you know what I mean? So is they, this they, 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 they don't they don't want to bring someone in and everyone's like, oh, is this guy going to cut it? Yeah. They want like a, a confidence lifting signing basically because this they've been chasing this position all summer. Um, they want to get it right, which is why they're taking the time. There's no, there's no rush to get him in before the first game of the season. I was going to say um, that. You know, it, it, could this be a slow burner one that, well, one still that maybe five, goes still on? We've still got five weeks left to transfer window, you know. Wow. So, um, yeah. And they've got, they've got ten players in already. So now, aside from possibly a right wing back, depending on Afosuay's uh, fitness, mm-hmm. it's all about getting one, maybe two strikers in. But arguably, so, isn't this the most important one out no, of all is, the signings is, that they've made? Of course it is, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, mm-hmm. and, that's, and that's, why, that's probably why it's taken the longest. Uh, they've got a list of targets. I know there's not a huge amount out there at the moment that are um, that are actually true. Sam Gallagher, we know, is one. They've certainly looked at him. He's on pre-season at the moment with Southampton. He's mm-hmm. gone away on their tour, so he's obviously. I think he's their fourth choice strike at the moment. Um, Wouldn't it be great to get a fifth, permanent signing and fifth, him on loan? Fifth, fifth, including uh, Nathan Redmond. Yeah. If you count him as a striker, so um, but he has gone on their pre-season tour. Maybe they're looking to bring someone in first before they let him go. Not sure of the particulars, but he's certainly someone they've looked at. Whether he's that kind of wow confidence mm-hmm. player that comes in, I'm not sure really. Mm-hmm. Remember, send your questions into at Wolves Poddy. That's our new Twitter address, at Wolves Poddy. Um, and also, make sure you follow us. If you haven't followed us, uh, spread the word as well, because we're going to get as many followers as we can. We're going to make this as big and, uh, well, just, just bigger and better than last year, Tim, do you reckon? Do you reckon? I think so. Join the new intro music, even though the, the the guy's gone for three million quid, but I still like it. Yep, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? You absolutely. You know what I'm doing. <laughs> 
So I've got to explain to the listeners. Right, been going to games with Judah for a couple of years now. Uh, <laughs> after every game, that is the sound that rings through my ears. It's not. It's not mean to showing a room in uh, in Austria, by the way. <laughs> yes, probably point that out. So basically, Judah's got an extremely squeaky back right and he takes to all matches and he refuses to buy another one well it's but, a nice Lacoste bag but it seems to have got worse I mean in, in, worse. in Austria literally all you got to do is start walking with that bag and that noise emanates uh, well you know you can. You just have to take a <laughs> just add enough to be honest you've got to buy and this is just ridiculous <laughs> you can just picture him walking around literally it's like, it's like you, it's the Judas version of a cowbell. <laughs> so somewhere for you, you got you could just take a laptop. I've got to take a laptop with me. Got to take a tripod. Got to take a camera, and I've got to take the Blue Yeti microphone with me. I mean, that's that's a lot of gear, especially trawling around uh, Austrian airports and Frankfurt airports. Then you can sit in first class and go through security like nobody's business. And I'm 25 minutes later, and I'm getting checked with all sorts. Unpack, pack, unpack. I mean, the leave anyway, is anyway. Uh, So I recorded that without Judah's knowledge. Mm. Uh, we were walking through the airport the other day. Uh, seconds after which, someone said, bloody hell, you need oil in. <laughs> <laughs> One of the security <laughs> staff at the airport. Oh yeah, I wasn't in. I was a six-hour delay in Frankfurt. I wasn't interested yeah. at that point. Not very happy. What time do we get back? What time do you get back? Uh, so it took us 15 hours to get home from Innsbruck. Door-to-door-to-door, uh, door door, 15-hour journey. Actually, um, but at least we stopped in Frankfurt. And I thought, no, Tim. I said, we've got five and a half hours in Frankfurt. I'm not going to sit in an airport. We're going to go and get some food. We're going to see Frankfurt for what it is. We're going to try and do a little two-hour tour. Let's go mm. and find some local Austrian fair or German fair in, in Frankfurt. <laughs> so we looked around and I found a lovely little German food place. Good reviews. Uh, middle of the afternoon. Let's go there. So we walked there. 25 minutes. The middle of nowhere. Middle of rain. The middle of rain. Well, it's just started to pour down. Got there. I thought, this is a bit off the beaten track, but that's fine. You know, sometimes you find your best little places in the middle of nowhere. Got there. Ooh. Tim said, ooh. Looks a little bit dark. We saw some iron bars on the front of the windows. <clears throat> Closed. Computer says no. But uh, we found somewhere in the end. Yeah, well... <laughs> After your uh, after your insistence on going to some local fair, <laughs> as soon as that place was closed, you said, "Oh, why don't we go to the place that was next door called African Queen?" Serving <laughs> 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 the finest African food. <laughs> like, Sod it, let's go there. I wish uh, we went. Uh, yeah. <laughs> some dodgy clientele outside. We went to the so, waterfront. Uh, uh, nice so yeah, tr- true to form, Judah found the most expensive <laughs> restaurant in bloody Frankfurt. <laughs> bloody fine dinings by the by the riverside. Six p.m. candlelit meal for two, please. Happy days. <laughs> most expensive salad I've ever eaten in my life. <laughs> most expensive Thir- salad. Thirty euros for a bit of lettuce <laughs> and beef. <laughs> but it was good beef. It was good beef. You like beef? Yeah, yeah, it was good to be fair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, another question. No, yeah, Sorry. Just say, we did have a no- we had a nightmare coming back because we we our first flight from Innsbruck to Frankfurt was delayed by half an hour, which meant our connecting flight was only we, an hour. We, we missed our connecting flight, which meant yeah, six hours almost in Frankfurt. Got the text just coming to the airport that our flight had been moved yeah. to five hours, and there might have been a profanity or two yeah. in that car. And then the half nine flight home from Frankfurt to Birmingham was delayed for what about an hour because of thunderstorms. Yeah, um, which meant I missed the train. <laughs> 
from Birmingham International to Wolverhampton. Uh, so I got the last train home, which got into Wolverhampton at half past one. Excellent news. <laughs> Happy days. Smooth journey then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we, we took a quite a while on that question, so we'll just have a couple more and then we'll, we'll move on. Yeah, this uh, one that was a question. Was, <laughs> it we, started we, as a question. And then finished as a rant. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, the best away ground for the press. That one's from Joe Bromley. Oh, Joe. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, sadly, they got promoted last season, but Brighton was very Oh. Because, uh, you know, when um, when you're a fan going to a game, you primarily want a uh, good atmosphere, good mm. local boozer. Very e- much so. Easy to get to, preferably on the train, so you can have a few drinkies. But when you press, Wi-Fi becomes crucial. Absolutely, make or break. Make or break. Uh, as does the food that they're putting on. As does car parking. Yes, accessibility. Um, views. Yeah. Some dodgy views. Yeah. Oh yeah, but um, I've got that big TV as well. And a they? TV. You want yeah. a TV, preferably, because in the Premier League, every ground has a TV for press to watch replays and stuff. But only a handful in the Championship. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but Brighton ticks every one of those boxes. Very good. And very friendly as well. Very friendly and, and, and good luck to them. I'm delighted they're going to the Premier League. Great that's club. a great setup, yeah. Absolutely. And it's great, great for fans as well. I think I've mentioned on this podcast before. They um don't know if they still do it, but when I went there they serve um whatever your local beer is, they serve it in the way in. So they're serving Banksy's. Can't knock that. That's top draw. Um Arsenal was my favourite for a long time. Just fantastic facilities, amazing. So yeah, you've been room. to more Premier League games than me without being a Premier Yeah. Um and um just Amazing food, like proper four-course meal, sit-down meal, um, little private boxes and booths for for Wi-Fi and stuff, just top drawer. Ben & Jerry's on tap, massive Ben & Jerry's fridge, cakes, uh, anything you want, free beers, like three or four different beers, help yourself, bring it outside. But Chelsea, hands down, the buffet of all buffets. I mean, if... if oh, I've, went, seen, I've seen pictures. It looks obscene It's just a disgusting amount of food, but the food is just absolutely top drawer. It's like something you get from a five-star hotel. There's four tables. There's a, there's a carvery. Uh, there's a hot carvery. There's there's nine or ten different salads. There's a, there's a cold buffet. There is a hot dessert tray. There's a cold dessert tray. There's a cheese board. There's a chocolate fountain. It's ridiculous. But I just... I know... <sighs> Gluttonous, and there's, and you, you've seen the press hacks. Well, there's, I was just going to say, there's a lot of journos that they've been around the block a few decades. I just feel like they only turn up for the food. Yeah, literally they do. Because they turn up really early, mm-hmm. but not to do any work. No. Um, they just sit there and gorge. Mm. And that, I, I don't like that. No. I, I find it a bit distasteful. <laughs> no, 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 not, not literally, because it's sometimes very tasty. <laughs> uh, but um, A, what happens to the food if you don't eat it? Because it's, it's always buffet based. Yeah. It's not, it's not a sit down meal. So where does that food go? And B, I mean, I, 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 you never want a big meal before you get to work. I'd be knackered. And it is work, you know, yeah. during the game. It's and hard work. I might not think it, but it is, it is well, a You're writing tweets every two minutes. You're writing a 900-word match report that's got to go out on the full-time whistle. Mm. It's, it's busy work. You don't, mm. want to be, you don't want to be drowsy. No, last thing you want. But I just find it all a bit less, all a bit, I don't know about you. Well, it's afternoon tea at half-time as well after that. It's scones, I think cream. Like, you know, a cup of tea, cup of tea and some sarn is great, but serving on this, this like, five-star... Bloody food at Chelsea. I, just, I, just, I, I don't like it. Do you know what I'd like? Do you know what I'd like? Just at half time. You don't nothing beforehand or whatever. Remember like the old sandwich? A good old fish finger sandwich at half time. Would you? Yeah. Avocado <laughs> and seaweed, I was expecting. Well, I no, good old fish brown bread and no butter, but just a bit of salt and vinegar, a little bit of tomato ketchup, just a thin spread. <laughs> Fish finger sandwich, I'll do me. Judah's uh, dietary requirements as they are, he doesn't really tend to uh, to get involved with the pre-match food that are put no. on. <laughs> so, yeah, you, 
Listeners, you'll be shocked to hear, he's not really a sausage roll man at Barnsley away. Cardinal. Um, no, not really into steak and alpine. No, I'm not. Uh, so he tends to bring his, bring his own in a Tupperware box, carb-free. It's normally some kind of prawn salad, which absolutely stinks the whole place out. Yeah, you open it up in the uh, tenth minute, and he goes, oh! <laughs> or he's always peeling an avocado that leads away. The avocado drops off the table and falls <laughs> Rolls around on the floor. The pip that is, not the actual avocado. I've never seen that in a press box in my life until Judah turned up. Avocado. <laughs> one though, didn't we, hey, Leeds? Hey, 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 hey. Okay, one more question, one more question. All right, serious question. Serious question, last one. Uh, Tim, directed for you. Yes. Uh, but Nathan, feel free to answer also. It's okay, from, I'll leave uh, it to Tim. From Jez Massey. Uh, Jez Mox? <laughs> yeah. Nearly. <laughs> when he's fit, do you think Costa can feature in the same team as Jota. Costa yeah. and Jota? Yeah. You do? Well, um, I'm not sure if Jota... It's, it's Jota, by the way. Jota. Um, speaking to um, linguistics expert Mikey Burrow. Oh, Mikey boy. He's uh, obviously commentator for Wolves. All Portuguese use a hard J. Uh-huh. Hardcore J. Yeah. So... Triple X J. Jose Mourinho. Mm-hmm. George Mendes. Yeah. Diego Jota. Right. Just a little fact of the day. Okay. Hard J's. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I prefer no. hard rather than soft. <laughs> don't get out. Don't don't do this to me. Okay. Come on. I um. Well, he he was on the left the other day, Jota, and Costa's obviously traditionally on the right. So in theory, yeah, I'm not not sure exactly of Jota's best position. Um, but in a brief cameo piece of rare, he looks um. Certainly got some attributes about him anyway. Can he play up front though as well? I think it's more of a false nine. Okay. Yeah. I think you can play anywhere in the in the forward areas, so to speak, attacking midfielder as well. Got some, got a big competition coming up, guys. But first of all, Tim. Yeah. Where are we massive in this week, Mr. Timothy Spears? Where aren't we massive? Where in? exactly? You were running out of countries last time because we've conquered no, every single one of them. I had a few to choose from this time. Oh, wow, I love that. Uh, we're spreading our podcast wings. Yes. So. Big in. Well, Huge in. Top three, UK, obviously. Uh, right, all right, I'm, I'm doing it now. Uh, UK, obviously. Yeah. US, second. USA. Third this week. Yeah. Espana. Espanol. Viva. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, not normally third. What? It's normally kind of Ireland, Canada, Australia. Why, why, why Spain, Tim? Uh, maybe with our new Iberian elements. To, nice. the, to the squad. Nice, yes, absolutely. Yeah, Portugal, Spain, very close Jota by. Jota from Atletico. A bit, yeah, absolutely like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, sadly, I've got to report some sad news. What? We are no longer massive in Austria. What? No! Zero listeners what? in Austria, I'm very sorry to say. But uh, I thought you said there was going to be the one Wolves fan who was going to be lost, hasn't found his yeah, way yeah, home, yeah, yeah. and he was just going to literally just download the poddy. His, his phone had died, clearly. Oh, no. Uh, so any any tangible long-term interest we hope to build up from our 10-day tour of Austria mm. uh, has failed to materialise, I'm afraid. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, listen, no listens in Austria. Uh, and also, I'm very, very sorry to say... What? No listeners in the Island Islands. I, I don't believe this. There I must do be some, not bloody believe it. There's, either there's a huge internet phone line that's gone down completely, or I'm seriously concerned about our Tommy. So I think um, I was listening back to podcasts from the other day. Mm. For, for, for the new listeners we may have attracted this mm. season from our new name mm. and new logo, uh, we should uh-huh. point out what's, what the, what's this all about. Absolutely. So um, obviously Massive In... 
is uh, the list of countries where we're being listened from, mm-hmm. um, thanks to SoundCloud and its lovely statistics-based section. Anyway, so, unlike iTunes, unlike iTunes, it gives us absolutely sod all. Uh, so we, we realised uh, kind of midway through or start of last season that um, we were getting our listens from the Island Islands. Mm-hmm. Very random. Which we'd never heard of. Yeah. Uh, little island in between Finland and Spain. And it transpired that we've got one very regular, very keen, very loyal listener called Tommy. Tommy. Who got in touch every week and we eventually had him on the podcast. We did. When he came over we to did. Wolfgang, Pleasure. we had him on. Great guy. Absolutely loved him to bits. Slightly scared we were because we didn't know what we it was going to be scared. like. Anyway, so yeah, Tommy listens every week. But yeah, uh, so far this preseason, he hasn't listened to a single one. No, not, not one. So I don't know if we've offended him because um, when, <laughs> when, he, when he came on the podcast, uh, Judah asked him uh, what his favourite show was or what shows were big in the Holland Islands. He replied, Faulty Towers. <laughs> At which point, me and Judah started creasing. And ever since then, we've been taking the mick about what shows... Uh, and music bands and what news is happening in the Island Islands, <laughs> usually involving things like the Bill or the Beatles breaking up. <laughs> You've not let up on that either. We've not, let, we've not, I listen in we, we've not it. let up on it, and he's never commented on it in the comments section either. I don't think. Uh, so I don't know. If, I don't know if we've lost Tommy. <laughs> well, I, I actually heard that a lot of the Island Islands people <laughs> are actually queuing up, queuing up at, at malls up and down the Island Islands for a new shoe that's just come out called Reebok Pumps. <laughs> Reebok pumps, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I think uh, I think we haven't heard from him because he's in he's in mourning about Abba's Abba's untimely breakup. So anyway, Tommy, as you always yeah. used to, please yeah. get in touch if and, you uh, are alive. I know a lot of the Island Island children are a little bit bored at the moment, so I would recommend the new show that's debuting on on, on Channel One, Sooty. <laughs> Sooty, ladies and gentlemen. He doesn't talk, everybody. He doesn't Sooty, talk. very good, very 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 good. Anyway, so we're new. Uh, we're new in a few new countries this week. Hit me, including mm-hmm. we've hit new territory. New territory. Surprisingly new territory. I'm, I'm I'm amazed. We can't hit any more new territory. We have. We we've made it basically. Iraq. Iraq. <laughs> Iraq. <laughs> Express the star heartland. Iraq. We've made it in Iraq. Who's actually doing in Iraq? Uh, maybe a soldier based narrative. Soldier um, based. Soldier boy. But somebody, one solitary person, uh, in these war oh. torn times, wow. has taken, uh, taken <laughs> an hour out of their life to listen to our little podcast. Good. God, man. <laughs> well, we appreciate it. Well, we do. Yes, uh, we please, do. Please get in touch. Please get in touch. If you're that one person from Iraq who has listened to us and you send us a picture, we might not come to do the potty in Iraq, but you're more than welcome to come across and come here. If, if you're allowed to use Twitter, then tweet us it. Basically. Yes, yes, absolutely, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Be careful. Uh, be careful. Uh, so Iraq's known as the Republic of Iraq. Okay. Apparently. Uh, it's in Western Asia. Yeah. Bordered by... Um, Israel? No. Uh, uh, Saudi Arabia? Yes. Boom. Bordered by Turkey, Saudi Arabia, Jordan, mm. Iran, Kuwait and Syria. All oh. my favourite holiday destinations. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, its capital city is... Iraq. In Iraq. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know. Come, you, on, come on, you know. Come Iraq. On. Yeah, behave. Do you watch the news over the last 15 years? Uh yeah. <laughs> what the entertainment bit? I can't. E news. E news. Yeah. 
Uh, give me the first. What does it begin with? First letter. You won't be reading about this in Closer magazine. First letter. Uh, <laughs> it's Baghdad, mate. Oh, Baghdad. Yeah, yeah, Baghdad. That's it. Yeah. Uh, population. Of Baghdad. Of Iraq. <laughs> Keep up, man. Eleven point three million. Thirty-six million citizens. Ooh, close. Of which ninety-five percent are Muslims. Oh, okay. Um, sports. They do like their sports. Football. Football is the most popular sport. Yeah. <laughs> also. <laughs> uh, Iraq. Wrestling? No. Okay. Um, netball? No. Basketball, as producer Luke will appreciate. Big big basketball fan? Swimming, weightlifting, bodybuilding, and tennis, apparently. Tennis? Really? <laughs> I know. That Iraqi great. <laughs> Major winner. Grand Slam extraordinaire. Um, but yeah, football is uh, considered to be a unifi- unifying factor in mm-hmm, Iraq mm-hmm. following years of war mm-hmm. and unrest. Mm-hmm. And its FIFA ranking is... 92. 103. Oh, I'm getting good at these. Highest of 39 in 2004. You are getting good at these. Uh, one World Cup. What, the bullet? You can do that you always do that. It's embarrassing. Uh, group <laughs> stage of who's in 1986. Oh, I remember it well. Uh, right, so, uh, and Cities... Yeah. Again, an unusual third place. Mm-hmm. Spain was third in the countries, and Sheffield is third in towns and cities this week. Okay, interesting. Behind usual suspects, Stafford and Wolverhampton. So I don't know what's going on there. Mm. Ebanks, Ebanks, Steerman, Ebanks, Landell. Steerman, yeah, Steers, yeah, yep. Steers, yeah, missing. Ste- Steers just keeps pressing play. Mm. Um, so we're big in again, Massive again, in. new territory. Yep. Saint Peter Port. Saint Peter Port, which is in uh, Isle of Wight. Guernsey, not bad. Oh, that's decent effort Guernsey. Me. Big in Malmo. <coughs> yeah. Which is in... Sweden. Yeah. Come on. Uh, also, Al Hurin de la Torre. Uh, Iraq. <laughs> Spain. Oh. Lorca, or Loja. Loja. Portugal. Spain. Oh. And Colford. Colford. Uh, Cheshire. Gloucestershire. Oh. Okay. Okay. Better, better, better. Anyway, better. another couple of K this week in terms of listeners. So, Boom. Yeah. Appreciate it. One and all. Thank you. Uh, Tim. Hey, real quick. Roman Sace, Jack Price or Connor Ronan? What about him? Who would you rather have? You've got to have one midfield berth. Roman Sace, Jack Price or Connor Ronan? Connor Ronan, please. Connor Ronan, please, sir. Do a little bit of Connor Ronan. Mm. Interviewed him for the first time the other day. And? Yes. Decent. What a lovely young man. Was he? Uh, chatty. Was for, uh, for his first interview... Very chatty, quite, you know, composed, confident, was and, it, as he is on the football field. Was this post uh, post Peterborough? Post posh. And what does he? What's, what were his uh, goals for this season? He wants to play against Middlesbrough. Does he? Yeah. Yeah. He said, because um, interesting, he's been on the last two pre-season tours, mm-hmm. France and Ireland, um, but he says he's never really kind of kicked on from that, and he's always ended up back in the under twenty threes or the under eighteens. But now he feels like he feels like he's part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, likes working under Nuno. You know, uh, Neves and Jota have come in, but he's you know he's still there. He's competing with him for a place, and I think he's looked good. I think he's looked good. So it's like him, so, don't we? It's got to be in the squad every week for me. I think it's a fantastic talent. I mean, I personally think that he's probably not going to start against Middlesbrough. I think he'll probably be on the bench. Would you? Can you see him coming, making an impact off the bench? You know, if we if we're and if so, would you bring Conor Ronan on? If you're defending a lead with the best one in the world, I don't think you're going to bring Conor Ronan on. It's going to no. be when you're trying to push to win a game or, or, yeah. or, you, or you're behind. Is that when he's, he's more likely to come on off the bench or do you think he might start? I don't think he'll start. I think it'll be Price and Neves, midfield. But, but, but they are short of options on the flanks. Mm-hmm. 
Like I said, with Costa and Cavalera out and, and Nuno unsure of Graham. Is he too so, light? Is he lightweight? No, I don't, I don't, for the championship. Say lightweight. He's 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 very slight and he looks it, but deceptively so. I think. I spoke to Paul Lambert a lot about this last year. He does use his body quite well in, in terms of shielding the ball. So I don't think there's a huge issue there. I mean, he needs going to need to bulk up a little bit, but he's mm-hmm. still a kid. He's still only 19. Mm-hmm. So it's more his talent and his vision. Um, and he's, he's aggressive as well. He's aggressive on and off the ball as well, which um, some of the players in the squad aren't. So there's a there's a place for him in the 18. I, I, he probably won't start against Borough, but he's mm. um, I think he's earned a place on the bench with his performances. Hey, real quick, Tim, uh, Michael Zyro or Joe Mason? Yeah, uh, Zyro, I think. Yeah, <clears throat> not been too impressed by uh, Mason this preseason. I think he's having a tough time. Don't think he knows what his what his position is yet. I don't think Nuno knows either. I think if they're bringing two strikers, I don't think he'll be here to stay for too long unless there's a bit of a reversal of fortunes. Um, but shout, you know, I like Joe as a player. Again, he's, he, he looked good in the 10 role for a yeah, few games Yeah, he did, yeah, under Lambert. Yeah, he did, absolutely. So, um, but I wouldn't be too hasty in getting rid of him, but at the moment, I'm not sure where he fits in. Oh. Zyro, hard to judge because he's clearly not fit yet. I think he's, I think he's, he's struggling to keep up with the rest of the squad, maybe, in that regard. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm judging him on on the games that we saw him play before he got injured, in which he was um, a real threat in the championship. You think that Mason? Let's say they do bring one or two strikers, and you think Mason will probably be allowed to leave after that? Would he have suitors in the championship? Yeah, definitely. I don't think he'd have problem. No, he wouldn't have any problems getting another championship club. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say, "Oh, let's just get let's just get rid of him and get some get some expensive foreign signing in." But yeah. I, again, I, I, you you do that at your power really. There's, mm-hmm. there's a place for him in the squad at the moment, and. Um, I think he just needs to get a bit fitter, get a bit more match sharpness and find what his role is. Great stuff. We're going to have that competition in a minute, ladies and gentlemen, so wow. stay tuned for that. But before that, yeah. before that, yeah. we have got yeah, the other popular got? segment, the what one that's always not short material. Hit, miss or meh? Abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. We were flat. We were flat. We were flat, but I didn't like fine. it. I was you, fine. You, you're, you're decent at that. I just can't hold the. Because you start laughing as well. I do, yeah, because it sounds so good. And I mess it up. We will nail that between now and the end of the season. I'd like well, to be said as well. I'd, I'd like to think that maybe we could record it and producer Luke here will do a little, oh, do a yeah. little j- jingle, maybe. Yeah, jingle, jingle. I jingle. could try my best. I could try my best. I mean, maybe, you know, you're working with amateurs here, so. I'm maybe, not a miracle worker. Yeah. Call it, it's called auto tune. Auto tune. X Factor use it all the time. We had a bit of like like share in believe. <laughs> <laughs> you believe in life after love. <laughs> we had a bit That's of that. what he actually sounds like, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't auto tune. <laughs> if we had a bit of that for abuse of the week, that could be really good. I'm definitely F- going to go with I Am Star with it and try and do oh, yeah. something together. I like that. I, I like, like that. that. Good little project to work on. Yeah. Um, also, for the abuse of the week section, you might notice that we've got some. Some grave Halloween, almost horror undertones, which Mr. Luke Hatfield has has produced. Oh, is that is that happening? It's our now, new it? tune, our new little theme tune, just for you reading the absolute abuse. So, Tim Spears, who's abusing you this week? Yes, you played that. You played that to me the other day. Yeah, so did you? Yeah, the airport, so that's what's yeah. happening right now. That's that's what's happening right now. Ah, yeah, yeah. So you've got your little segment. Go for it. Tim. Listening back. So, um, a, a huge amount of abuse this week. It's always nice. More a bit of stick, really. Oh. Mm-hmm. In terms of um, uh, not being first with a certain story, oh okay. Some people weren't weren't too pleased with me about <laughs> for some reason. So I had um, I had my first day off. I don't know, we could add a violin to this section. Yeah, yeah. I, had my, uh, I had my first day off for nineteen days, 
uh, <laughs> the other Friday. Uh, How t- dare you? Turn my phone off. <laughs> uh, so I didn't want to hear from anybody at all. Uh, absolutely. Uh, woke up to the news that um, Diego Jota was signing on loan, <laughs> broken by my predecessor, Mr. Yeah. Tim Nash. Yes. Uh, that's you know that's fine. Yeah. Uh, other reporters are always going to get stories. Mm-hmm. Part of the job. No problems. Um, some people do, some people do have a problem with that. Yeah, they do. <laughs> when it comes to the fact that it wasn't me who broke the story. Oh, okay. So how dare uh, you, Luke? Luke Hatfield at Luke MH92 oh. simply yeah, replied. Tim, your SHIT. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, he did, yes. Uh, and so then the next morning when I uh, re-emerged back into the fold mm-hmm. on the morning of the Shrewsbury game, yeah. obviously got in touch with a few people about Jotto, which has all, all been done. I'd love to see you turn your phone on. Ding, ding, At ding, time, ding. Oh, my goodness, you should see it in the morning. Um, <laughs> Gee whiz. No, okay. Nathan. Okay. Nathan. Nathan. <laughs> uh, so I tweet, tweeted out a bit of info about it the next, next morning. Mm. Jeremy Hill. Mm, Jeremy Hill. J E M Hill Hill. Mm-hmm. That's his Twitter handle. Okay, so we're going to him twice. That's old news now, you bellend. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so uh, just a couple this week, just short, short and sweet and to the point. I Quite, like that. Yes, I like that. You had any abuse? Uh, no abuse for me this week. None. No, no abuse for me this week. We did have a lot of bit when we were Austria. To be fair, people just not having us saying that we should be um, concentrating on copy and, and, and breaking news and not a li- having a little bit of fun from time to time. Of which I say, don't read it if you don't want to. Yeah, exactly. Don't don't click it if you don't want to. Uh, have a go so happy days but I don't care we had a, we had a lovely time we enjoyed it didn't we we didn't, we didn't was, strangle um, each other did we in Australia uh, were the moments it, it got, no it did I don't think so it didn't really get tense at all did it I think it was fine it was more just it's more just predicaments like Luke said you thought that by the end of it we were just making stuff up to fill the diary I had to admit when, <laughs> when you came back I said did, did all this stuff really happen to you you really get a flat it did really well, there was a, there was a recurring the catchphrase throughout the week that whenever we got in one of these scrapes uh, we just go tour diary tour diary <laughs> tour diary material for the tour diary and it goes every morning um, or every afternoon I did say to Tim tour diary is going to be short today with yeah, no yeah, material yeah. whatsoever yeah. and every single day I'm there at one in the morning still writing it no, we well we've got an ability to laugh about these things, which is why we we didn't didn't kill each other. Absolutely, it was it was it was a fun time. Oh, well, I think I, I did test you when I lost a house case. <laughs> yeah. I've got a conspiracy theory that Judah actually hid those keys to intentionally tour diary. create a tour diary situation. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me; it was the coffee woman who kept giving us the free, but she nicked the keys. <laughs> there was yeah, yeah, there was a bit of that. I just hope he gave you the thirty euros for them keys, Tim. Oh yeah, how are your how are your expenses going at this moment in time? A lot of people know about the expenses. The ones that we have to hand in, and apparently we're, we're, we're charging thousands of pounds worth to the company. Well, the editor's in earshot, so I think we'll move on. Okay, let's move um, on. Let's move on. But yeah, no, I think you you annoyed me about the keys. I was a bit annoyed at the fact that you are unable to drive a manual car. Eh? Um, which, uh, as soon as I ended up driving every single day uh, to other towns and cities nearby, to the training ground, to and from the airport, which was an hour away, to and from the matches, some of which were an hour away. So some of us did a lot of driving. Uh, and some of us some, some of us did a lot of driving some of us managed to reverse into a grass verge and they said I can't do this I'm not driving again this week <laughs> maybe we could retweet the video at some point from the Wolves Poddy for uh, people who haven't seen yes. that video yeah, yet yeah, yeah. maybe we should do that um, remember at Wolves Poddy ladies and gentlemen okay it's time for the big one it's time for a big competition so have you stayed this long how, how long are we into it Luke the Poddy uh, 
we're 54 minutes 54 in. minutes into it so well done because we're nearly finishing now but it is worth the wait ladies and gentlemen this year we had a little bit of an idea to get everyone involved now everybody loves playing fantasy football and I'm sure that the majority of you who do play fantasy football use fantasy premier league as your go-to fantasy football uh, for this season so this year me and Tim have been playing it for some time now uh, this is my 15th year of playing it um, Tim you played it for a few years as well Yep. We like to think that yep. we are 15 years. 15 years. On 15 the same, years on the same site, yeah. So have you got your, year your history. I have got my history, yeah. Wow. Yeah, 15 years. Um, I think I'm seven or eight. That's mad. That I'd like to, I'd like to think years. 15 years. I'd like what, to think what, that. What year, 2002, mm-hmm. when the likes of Henri and Shearer were still knocking we have We have three divisions now of the people that we started with, um, <coughs> and we have promotion relegation every season. We have a game. Um, we played at, um, what, what's, what's the new um, English England headquarters there? St. George's. St. George's plays. So the top two teams play off against each other every October. It's, it's good. It's good. So I'd like to think I'm a bit of an expert. I think I do okay. Tim does pretty well. Luke, you, you're, you're pretty a fave with the. Uh, Old fancy Premier League. This year we've got a Wolves Poddy League. We're going to have a Wolves Poddy League this year. So we're going to give you the code. Um, so if you want to listen back to this, I will give you the code now to join us on the Wolves Poddy. It is 12418692980060. Now we'll tweet this as well. So you don't have to, you know, if, if you want to read the Poddy, we'll put a little tweet out later on. But it's 1241. 869-298-060. Join us now. If you finish at the end of the season, if you finish a uh, you finish above both me and Tim. Are you sure about the show you want to do this? I'm sure, sure I want to do this. this. this is you all on me. Can't, you can't stop now. This is all on no. This is all on me. I'm confident that, that not many people will do this. If you finish above me and Tim at the end of the season. And me and me and you. So yeah. it has to be both of us. Yeah. I will buy you, every single person who finishes above both of us, a Costa Coffee. A Costa Coffee. You've done it. Not small, not large, medium. (laughs) (laughs) A medium Costa Coffee for anyone who finishes above me and Tim in the Wolves Potty League this season. Spread the word. Get everybody listening to the Wolves Potty. I will promise you not many people will do it, okay? Now, we will set a certain date... (laughs) I really hope two thousand people don't join this league Imagine. because I could be I could be quarter of a month's salary in debt pretty quickly. Also, we ain't going to fit in Costa, are we? Two thousand of us. No, listen, listen. We'll set a time. We'll set a place. I think there'll be less than this twenty really people. Make 50... a bit of end of season meetup. End of season meetup. Me and Tim will be there. I will put my hand well, in my pocket. Well. The people who are there. Nathan will be there. <laughs> the people. <laughs> the people in Austria bought a few beers for a few people in Austria pre-season, yep. didn't I? They know that I'm true to my word. I will definitely buy anyone who finishes above me and Tim a cost of coffee <laughs> right, on that day. God, okay? I bought beers for loads of people. In well, six, pe- six people. Yeah. I just really hope there's not a thousand people who join this and two and, and a halfway, you know, 400 people, over 400 people cost of coffees. But I don't think that'll happen. So this but is going to be a new regular This will be a new regular segment. Obviously, you've got a couple of weeks before the Premier League game starts, which is the Friday night. So get involved. You've got That's a couple of weeks to join. 11th of August, everybody. 11th of August, Friday night football. But it gets better, Tim. It gets better, Luke, because the top three people this Ooh. year get a special prize. What do they get? They get, you might not know this yet, but the top three people, we will buy them a Nando's lunch. We? Oui. To have lunch with me and Tim discussing wolves, free starter, free main me? course, free dessert. Tim Nash, Tim Nash. Yes. <laughs> sure, so another Tim. We're going to buy them me. all. We're going to buy them all. And the top three people are going to have lunch with me and Tim. We're going to just discuss... 
plenty of wolves, and the person who produces number one, numero uno, will actually come with us and we'll start on a podcast at the end of the season podcast. They're going to have them on. going to chat wolves. They're going to be on the podcast themselves. What about number two? Uh, number two gets a meal. Number three gets a meal. Number two might get dessert. At the same time? Yeah. So the top three are going to have a meal with us at Nando's. So there's no... Oh, the top three are all going to be there. Top three are all going to be there at a time that we will sort out between us all. And then the person who finishes first will come in and we'll do a podcast with us at a, at a future date. So Costa Coffee, everyone who finishes above us. Top three meal. Top one podcast. It's, I think it's quite good banter for this season. Just to fire people up a little bit more, I did hear claims that you were going to win the league. Well, I, I do feel that I do feel like I am a seasoned <laughs> pro at this, and I'd be very surprised with some of the people. Not many will finish above me, if anyone. So I'm hoping that wow. we're, um, you know, we're we're okay, and I'm not going to have to fork out for about two hundred quid's worth of uh, of merchandise. But we'll be uh, highlighting who who the kind of um, top scorers are in the in the weeks, etc. So if you have a good week, we'll give you a shout out. Absolutely. Whoever's top of the league, we'll top give of the you a league, shout out. best person in the week. So make sure that and you um, who's bottom of the pile as well. we'll absolutely, we will do. Well, actually, talk about shout out. I did say absolutely. Very well. Could it's very not well going to be me falling down to the bottom. Um, quick shout as well to to um, someone who did ask for a shout on Twitter, and that's uh, at Tim Spears fans at Tim Spears oh, fans. Oh, that guy. <laughs> So he'd like a shout out, so I'll give him a shout out this week to the Wolves Poddy. He's a listener, we'll give him a shout out, Tim. Has <laughs> 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 he started to spell my name right yet? Oh dear, he's a, he's, yeah, he's a, uh... Is he a blocker? That's uh, a good follow. Yeah, right? him. Yeah. I don't know. No, okay. Just <laughs> we're going to move on, we're going to move on. Okay, uh, last one, last one, because we're not going to have time for Greater Newbie this week. I know you'd be disappointed to, oh, to no. say. But we'll move it on to next week. We'll move it on to next week because we've had an action packed show. Um, also, there's another, some more questions, Luke. I know we didn't get in touch with everybody, but we will make sure that we do. We've had so much to talk about. But first and last, and to finish off the podcast, Sorry. are Wolves ready for the season? No. They're not. You said this a week and a half ago, they weren't ready. Are they ready to start? No. Really? No. Um, so is one game going to change that? Uh, no. I. Um, so they're undercooked then? I'm, they're overcooked, if anything, at the moment in terms of training. They look a bit tired. They look tired against in both games, actually. First half against Peterborough, that was the more of a first team. I thought they looked quite tired. But as far as I know, um, training is going to be uh, lessened or decreased mm-hmm. in the, in the build-up to the Borough game. So they hope by lightening the load and then performance levels will increase that's what certainly what they're hoping they certainly think they're going to be very fit this year they think they're going to be one of the fittest teams in the league it's going to fit make, or knackered one of the two yeah going to make a big difference in the last 20 minutes they hope um, I think there's a, there's a lot of honing to do in terms of that style mm-hmm. we haven't really apart from the second half against Peterborough we haven't really seen um, we haven't really seen it work at full flow yet and it's going to be 3-4-3 three, three, yeah yes without a doubt mm-hmm. yeah so are you worried then going into going no, into Borea? no because it's um these things are always going to take they've got a new manager new player style new formation 10 new players we're in similar territory to last year mm. uh, although if you remember they started really well last year but that was with the previous season's squad with Bob Varson chucked in there so I'm, I'm not sure I, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic for the season but as for, as for right here right now are they ready no they're mm-hmm. not so it's another important week ahead we haven't touched too much on Leicester but like you say you do expect to see the starting 11 start against Leicester and, and <laughs> Easy to easy to say, obviously to say, but some some big performances are going to be needed. Yeah, because apart from Miranda in one game and Cody in another, nobody's played more than an hour in a single match yet. They've been doing forty five minutes in each yeah. game, except for Yablonek when they did sixty and thirty, split split it up in the squad. 
Like I said, Miranda and Cody got one full game each, but apart from that, everybody's only played a half. I think we'll see um, more of a traditional kind of first-team game against Leicester, and 11 will play through most of the game, and they'll bring a few subs on. So it's a really key key test. I will point out, as I did in the video the other day, they lost 4-0 home to Swansea in the last game of pre-season last year, and then they start this game season six unbeaten, so it's not all about the result on Saturday. But you do want to see a bit more in terms of that first team developing. Luke, thank you very much. A pleasure. Tim? Yeah. Enjoyed that? Yeah. Good potty? Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, we will be with you next week, probably Thursday next week, would you say? Yes. Thursday next week for the build-up to Wolverhampton Wanderers against Middlesbrough. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>